Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. This is a Thunder and Lightning Extra here on Super Talk Mississippi. This is Brian Haydad. Thanks for joining me here. And joining me now is former Mississippi State Bulldog, now the head coach of the Lafayette County Commodores up there in Oxford, Mississippi, Michael Fair. Is it tough living up there? Got to know. Uh, some years it is. <laughs> <laughs> It's a little bit easier depending on uh, who wins the Egg Bowl, Brian. I got you on that one. <laughs> we're going to talk about your games against Auburn, and we're going to talk about four wins. There, there can't be a lot of players outside of your teammates, really, who can look back at their college career and say, I played Auburn four times, I beat Auburn four times. I would imagine even Alabama players, there's not a lot of them that can say that. When you think back to this series with Auburn, you know, we'll start with that first game because to me, Michael, that's – that's a true nobody believed in us but the guys in this locker room kind of right. game. You know, you were a huge underdog out there playing a top 10 team. And not only did you win the game, you shut them out in their on their home field. What memories do you do you remember from that game? Well, you know, uh defense at Mississippi State back then was uh you know, pretty incredible. I mean, I played on the offensive line and you know, a lot of times the hardest uh the hardest teams we ever played against was in practice. I mean, uh, Coach Dunn had those guys dialed in, and uh, you know, it was uh, you knew that you only had to score score a couple times, and you could uh, be in every football game because our defense was just so dominant most of the time. But uh, that's probably what I remember from that first one so much: those guys just flying around and shutting those guys out. And of course, they had a, there was a big defensive play in that game, Anthony Derricks with the pick six, but the touchdown that sealed it that day was a long run from J.J. Johnson. And you think about you know him, Matt Wyatt, the quarterback, those are both Alabama guys. Did they take a little extra satisfaction in, in, in beating a school from their home state? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, you know, those guys always had a, a chip on their shoulder when uh, we played against Alabama or Auburn. But, uh, you know, uh, Coach Cheryl, I just think, did such a great job with us that, uh, you know, every game we played in, uh, those those four years I was playing, I mean, we, we really expected to win. And, uh, you know, just the confidence was there and, and just had to go out and, and kind of, uh, you know, put it all together on Saturdays. But uh, I can tell you one thing about beating Auburn at Auburn. If you beat Auburn there at Jordan-Hare, uh, you get cold showers. We experienced that a couple times. So I think they <laughs> cut the hot right? water off if the score didn't go their way. That's, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. You look ahead to the next year, to 1998. I feel like that that win sometimes gets lost in the shuffle between you know going over there and beating a top ten team, and then we'll talk about the great comeback in '99. In '98, dominated the game for the most part. Uh, had a couple of uh, special teams touchdowns in this one that sort of you know were the difference, or had a, had a, a defensive touchdown and a special teams touchdown, I should say. Offensively, though, a pretty good day, especially running the football in this Auburn game. Like I said, this is a game that nobody ever brings up. What do you remember from it? Well, I remember, uh, you know, their defense coordinator was uh, Brother Oliver. Yeah. And uh, I got, uh, I think that was one of my first starts of my career was against Auburn. That was my um, sophomore year. And uh, to be honest with you, the thing I remember is just being scared to death more than anything. <laughs> they had to, their defensive front was was good and talented, and uh, they read our hats as offensive linemen. I don't know, if, uh, getting kind of technical, but those were two two gap guys back then, you mm-hmm. know, and uh, they put a lot of stress on the offensive line. And but uh, I just remember, you know, being physical up front as, as an offensive unit and kind of control the line of scrimmage against a good front, and and uh, like you said, just made a couple plays that uh, that seemed to seal it, you know, with the defensive touchdown. And you mentioned, you know, defensively how how good that team was. 
uh, from Mississippi State is, is what I mean. You know, you look at this. Eugene Clinton had a uh, had a fumble recovery for that was the first score of the game early in the game, as well. Yeah. Then you had Robert Bean in the third quarter. That that was the play that really broke it open. Was his blocked punt uh, that he took back into the end zone. But again, you know, big pass in that game from Kay, from Wayne Mack into to Kev, Kelvin Love. JJ Johnson again kind of seals it off with a long run. I think these teams, you know, that because college football is so different now, and you see teams putting up 40, 50 points a game almost every week. You know, back then, twenty-eight points was a, lo- a lot of points. I feel like this team, this ninety-eight team especially, was kind of underrated offensively. No, oh, I think so. I mean, uh, you know, JJ Johnson was a great SEC back. You know, I mean, I thought he was uh, as good as anybody in the country. And uh, you know, the offensive line was coming around. I thought we had. Uh, a tight end position was very talented, you know, and uh, we that was like you said. You mentioned it a while ago. The SEC football was a lot different back then. I mean, we ran inside zone from uh, from the I formation, you know, and that was our our zone play back then. That was before the zone read stuff that really uh, made us intact. And uh, very few times were you actually in the shotgun uh, during the football game, uh, especially yeah. on especially on first and second down. So. You know, it's just changed a lot since then. I mean, it was the line of scrimmage was really important uh, on both sides of the ball. Ninety nine is the one that everybody talks about the most because of the incredible comeback. I was there. I've relived that game on this on this podcast a hundred yeah. times. Everybody talks. Uh, you know, when you play football, you always think you're going to win, even until you know until the final whistle blows. You always think if we can just do this or just do that. We're going to have a chance to win. When did that go from I think we can win to we're going to win for you? You know, I think, you know, after that first or second play, we got a chunk play uh, on that last drive. They mm-hmm. kind of, you know, got across midfield. And at that point, you're saying to yourself, hey, we're, we're about to win this game. You know, we're, somebody's going to find a way to do it. And um, that, that game in 99, I remember those two defensive tackles were Jimmy Brumball and Leonardo Carson. Two of the better the, that I've ever played against. Mm-hmm. I know, you know, in my time, they were just two, two great defensive linemen. And uh, you know, I was looking at Paul Mooney and <laughs> those guys I was with on the pork chop. I think I was playing guard that day, left mm-hmm. guard. And uh, you know, I was willing to cheat to win. I would hold them every play if I thought I could get away. <laughs> If the yeah, ref doesn't throw so the flag, there wasn't a penalty. That's what I've oh, always look, said. Man, if we can just give Matt just a couple of seconds, maybe he can make something happen here. So uh, we were rallying the troops on the offensive line because, uh, you know, they were really good. But, you know, we just really had a feeling that we could come back and win that game. And after we got that big chunk play and got across midfield, I think everybody, you know, really could feel the same way. I've always thought the biggest play in that game, and I've talked to Matt about this and he, he agrees with me, is the kickoff return after the safety. Because you know, yeah. normally when you have a free kick, that's something that you're, you're going to be lucky if you have the ball around the 20. But Pick Prather is able to take it out close to midfield. And what Matt has told me is Auburn knew I couldn't throw the ball 80 yards, but they yeah. knew I could throw it 50 yards. So they yeah. had to respect the Hail Mary, and that's what allowed Terrell Grindle to be so open underneath. Walk me through right. the final play, the, the touchdown, because you know Matt had to scramble a little bit, had to had to, to get out of the pocket just a touch there. Now, I know that's not his strong suit, just from, from dealing with him all these years. Uh, <laughs> but talk, talk, talk us through the final play there. Yeah, you know, uh, going back and watching it several times over the years, I mean, we're talking about how long ago was that? Hey, that 23 years yeah, ago or whatever. Let's not talk about how long it's been, Michael. That's a long time, buddy. 
We don't well, need to feel that old. It's been a long time. But, yeah. You know, going back, and, and I can remember the play, and, of course, the score, and, and everybody goes crazy. You just think, my goodness, you know, what a great play. And then you go back and watch the replay, and it's like, man, that could have been picked off two could or three times. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> just, uh, just one of those plays that was supposed to happen, and great players make made great plays right there. And, and Matt bought a little time and uh, just made an unbelievable throw and uh, got us ready for that cold shower again. <laughs> they, uh, they cut the hot water off again in 99. That's funny as hell. That they did that. What's, well, of course, you know, you say that it could have been picked off. The play before that, DeSenzo Miller's wide open in the end zone and just falls down. So it all balances right. out in the end. It was going to happen one way or the other, so I will that's look right. at it. That's right. 2000, you know, that's a good Auburn team. They ended up winning the West that year, and they had a lot to say before the game. I thought that this was one of the most dominating defensive performances Mississippi State ever put together. Completely shut down that Auburn team. And then again, offensively, it's just like you said, you knew if you got it, you know, a couple scores, you were going to win the game. Sort of talk us through that day in Starkville and, and what that, that, that emotion was like playing an Auburn team that, quite frankly, had spent the entire week, I felt, disrespecting you. Yeah. Now, what was the name of that back they had that year? Oh, that's hey, Rudy, Rudy Johnson. Rudy Johnson, yeah, you know, so you know, all the talk was coming in about Rudy Johnson, and and uh, I think both sides of the ball took, kind of took offense to the hype that that they were getting. Uh, do you have his final stats of that game? Uh, I don't, but I know it was a lot of carries for not a lot of yards. Yeah, no yards. I yeah. mean, uh, our defense just absolutely just shut him down, and and uh, on our side of the ball, I think we ended up leading the league in rushing that year. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, it was kind of uh, I thought it was just a great. Uh, game uh, on both sides, but I think it's because of the disrespect that our team felt, you know, kind of going into it because it was uh, that guy was a, a front runner for a lot of awards and stuff like that, and our defense just absolutely took offense to that and, and uh, shut him down. And then on the other side of the ball, you know, we were able to do some things in the run game. So uh, I thought it was good on both sides of the ball. When Mississippi State plays Auburn, do you take a little, do you have a little extra smile on your face, knowing never lost to those guys? Uh, sure. Yeah, I can't remember that with anybody else. So, uh, you know, it, it, it's always you fall into the trap. And, uh, you know, I'm about 45 years old right now. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm trying to outlive all of these old tapes, you know, because <laughs> I, I want to, uh, I want my stories to match the, yeah. the, the old games, you know. Uh, it was a funny story. One of those games came on one of those the ESPN deals a couple of years ago. And, mm-hmm. And I told my children about how great I was and all that, and we started watching the game, and uh, I had to act like the satellite went out, you know. Cause I, <laughs> <laughs> the, the games may not be matching my stories anymore. Uh, but uh, we had a great run, and it was a lot of fun, and I just loved our coaching staff and our team to death. And we were able to do something pretty neat there at Mississippi State. And, uh, you know, beating Auburn four times in a row was just one of many things that we were able to accomplish there at the, the late 90s and the, and the 2000s. There's one question I love to ask former players who are now coaches, and you're one of the most successful high school coaches in the state of Mississippi. What's something that Coach Cheryl used to do that you do now? Oh, that's a great question. That's a great question. You know, and I don't know if I do a great job of it, but uh, one thing I want to do that Coach Cheryl uh, did is he just made us believe that we're going to win every single game, no matter the opponent, no matter – uh, you know, if the odds were stacked against us, no matter if we had injuries, and, and he did it from a – he wanted to be the most physical team on the field, you know, and he thought that that's what won games, and and I just tend to agree with him. And all these years later, I'm still trying to coach the same way. I just think you got to be 
uh, physical uh, to win a, a close ball game. And, uh, you know, I've been able to say it several years now, and we've, we've won some and lost some, but that's our mentality is uh, we just want to be real physical. And I want our, our kids to, to know that uh, no matter our opponent, uh, a chance to win because we're going to prepare uh, to be the most physical team out there. And that's, that's what Coach Cheryl always did. Michael Fair, good luck Thursday night. We appreciate you coming on. Hopefully uh, after Thanksgiving it will be a good year for you in Oxford. Hey, man, thanks. Appreciate it. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.